Beautiful soul, have you ever wanted to speak to angels? Do you believe angels can support you in your daily life? If this is you, go onto my website, theangelmedium.com and sign up for our email list. As a gift for signing up, I'm going to send you 31 healing meditations that if you do daily, they're going to help you tap into your angels and your own intuition. Start using these today and you'll start to see changes in 31 days. Now take a deep breath. Ask your angels to surround you with love, fill you with joy, infuse you with ease. And remember, your angels say that any messages that resonate with you in today's episode are meant just for you. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. And today we are here with a beautiful soul, Julia, who has some very special angel stories to share with us today. Julia, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. So I know that you have a couple. I'm going to let you take it away. Okay. So my brother, David, passed away on June 9th of last year from a brain tumor. And this is what I shared at his funeral. So I'm number five of six kids. I'm David's little sister. He is number four. Growing up, I was always David's annoying little sister. So for example, in fifth grade, I had to recite a poem. So of course, I copied the one that David recited when he was that age. And it's titled, I Found a Four-Leaf Clover. And I'll recite the first stanza for you. I found a four-leaf clover and was quite happy with my find, but come time to think it over, I've entirely changed my mind. So as the years continued as David's annoying little sister, I gained a superpower. I would always find four-leaf clovers, sometimes five-leaf clovers. Um, And it wasn't until probably 2013 when David and I both attended the University of Minnesota, where I moved from annoying little sister to seeing little glimmers of friendship, such as him inviting me to come make cookies with him. A couple more years passed after he graduated and this beautiful thing happened. I was no longer his annoying little sister, but his regular sister and his friend. Um, Then there was a brain tumor, surgery, regrowth, and another surgery. I was there for both procedures. A practice that I do is writing future scribbles to myself. I put down the date, time, and location, fold it up, put it in my notes folder, and completely forget about it for months or years later. Um, I had recently found a note from a late night in my apartment a couple years prior, and it was titled Things That Make Me Happy. And it was a lovely list, and there was a section of it that listed something about each of my five siblings that makes me happy. David, the smile on his face after his second brain surgery. He didn't take a single painkiller after that second surgery, and I had never personally seen that smile on his face before. Pure joy. But from that day on, every time I got to spend time with my big brother and my friend David, I always saw that beautiful smile of pure joy on his face. On May 8th of last year, we went for what would have been our last hike together um, to look for morel mushrooms in the apple orchard on my parents' farm that we grew up on. And David found the first one. I did not have so much luck. However, I did find a four-leaf clover. And I asked who needs some luck. And David took the clover and he put it in his pocket. The last time I got to see him was Friday, June 4th of last year. I hugged him and told him that I loved him. And I got to see that smile. The thing is, though, that wasn't our last interaction. The last stanza of that poem I copied from him goes as follows. If I ever find another, I'll simply let it be. 
or I'll give it to my brother. He deserves it more than me. On June 9th, I was camping and I received a call from my mother letting, my no- letting me know that David had passed away. I looked at the ground and I found a four-leaf clover. He stole my superpower. I realized very shortly after his funeral that not only were four-leaf clovers my sign from David, but now so many other people had that sign from him because of what I shared. And now I get messages from others all the time saying, hey, look at David's here, you know, recognizing his hello to them. And I'm so happy for that. I love this story. I just so happened to like be in the email when you sent this in and it just popped up and spirit whispered in my ear, please read this story. Um, And I was like, oh my goodness, we have to have Julia on the show because this is so special. Um, We get thousands of angel stories and I don't get to read them all right away. Sometimes I feel really bad because they're like six months later, I'm reaching out to people like, oh my God, I'm crying. This is the best story. (laughs) You have to come on the show. But uh, I'm so glad that your brother kind of connected us right away so that you could be here. So talk about this a little bit, because I remember reading in your email, it was like you had found out that he had passed, just like you said, and you looked down and you said there was a four leaf clover like I saw it. Yeah, I picked it, actually. Um, And to be honest, at the time, because we knew he was on the end. And actually, this was the morning of my other brother's wedding. So it was devastating timing. I found it and I was mad, (laughs) you know, at first. But then the poem recirculated and I, like the wind got knocked out of me. Yeah. So tell me this again. So kind of so that it can soak in. Who wrote the poem? It was, um, it's a children's book. I think it's called The New Kid on the Block. Okay. Um, Kind of Shel Silverstein style poems and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So do you still find clovers today? All the time. (laughs) Amazing. But like the, the stealing my superpower thing, it's not like, hey, I have this trick. It's like, oh, there's There's me, bro. Yes, I love it. Like, I just remember as a kid, as a teenager, when you're outside at school, we would always search like Mm. for four leaf clovers. And I think I remember finding two within my lifetime. And one of them might have been one my sister found, but (laughs) I snagged it from her. Um, uh, Like, I have not come across that many. And maybe that was my mindset, too, of like, not manifesting it or making it harder than it needed to be. But to find so many like you have in such a short period of time, do you feel his presence every time you find them? Oh yeah. Yeah. And and now it's always at significant moments where it's almost sometimes it's like pay attention today or um one was on my grandpa's celebration of life or you know when we're cleaning his house and I was getting frustrated with the packing and I looked down and boop, there it is and I'm like okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like chill out. I'm here. Everything's yeah. okay. Yeah. I know that you have more stories, so let's go into that. Sure. Okay. So, um, oh, this is piggybacking on the clover thing, but, um, so here's a little anecdote of one of the times that was really special. So, um, one of the things our family struggled with was finding a home for one of his dogs and she was very shy and it wasn't easy for us emotionally to rehome her. 
Um, but someone with two other dogs took her in as a foster and sent her sent us a picture of David's dog with the other two dogs laying in the grass together. And my eyes immediately dashed to the grass in front of the dogs. And there was a four leaf clover in the picture. <laughs> Get out of here. Like, it's it's weird. Like, my eyes just go to them. Like, I'll be walking and I'll be like, oh, here's one. You know, like, it's just. Well, I've talked to a lot of um, brain scientists who study special uh, spirituality. And they say that they have studied signs and what they call synchronicities. They say, hands down, if you are closed off and you're the type of person kind of like me with four leaf clovers, like, I never see them. So I'm not going to. Right. But as soon as you open yourself to signs from the other side, no matter what it might be, um, no matter what that sign is, you're going to start to see more and more and more and more um, because you have an open energy to it, which actually makes so much sense because as an energy healer too, when you're in someone's auric field, there will be people that come into my, you know, it used to have people come into my office. Now I see people on Zoom. but there were so many people at the beginning when I first started this work that would send friends, like tell them, you have to go, you have to experience this, you just have to try it. And I would tell people, please don't do that because if someone's not open to it, it's I'm not able to get anything or a lot from them. So sometimes these people would come in who didn't really want the session. Um, I'd be like, you're completely closed off. And I would have to open them up in a couple of different ways. One of the ways was I would be like, listen, I'm not going to charge you if what you like, if you don't feel like you got a good reading afterwards, because nine times out of 10, it was about money. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I would say that, their energy would just open and you almost felt like there had been this huge shield in front of them and that it lifted and whoosh all of this information all of their people on their spirit team everything that they wanted to say was right there and i never had a person ask for a refund that's amazing yeah it's supposed to show you're either open or you're not every moment of every day the angels say you're either open or you're not yeah yeah love it okay julia next story okay so my grandfather paternal grandfather who passed away um he collected matchbooks throughout his life so you know like the little businesses will have them and stuff he had he had literally thousands so when he passed away each of many of his kids and all the grandkids received one of his collected containers of matchbooks and they're not a terribly common piece of swag that businesses hand out anymore, um, though you do see it from time to time. But it's just uncommon enough that everyone in our family recognizes that as a sign from him. So I personally had not received a sign that I recognized from him before, um, but many of my family members had. And so although David sends me many, many signs now, the four-leaf clover, being that it was the first, it became a very special symbol for me. Um, Because of this, I wanted a simple piece of jewelry with a four-leaf clover that I could wear to keep close to me. Um, I ran across one online that was a little more abstract, clover-esque opal, his birthstone, um, on a thin gold chain. And my heart leaped when I saw it. And I immediately bought it and shared this, you know, with the Etsy shop, why it was so special to me and the owner was super appreciative. Um, 
uh, to learn the sentiment. And she sent me the necklace right away. And in the package, there was something else. It was a box of matchsticks. And I'm like, good teamwork, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Grandpa and brother coming through from the other side to piggyback their messages. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, Did you have one more story? Yes. So my now husband and I got married on Tuesday, 2-22-2022 at 2-22 p.m. I wore the necklace, of course. Um, It was a small elopement style ceremony um, in the north woods of Minnesota during a snowstorm. (laughs) My sister was the officiant. Um, Leading up to the wedding, I, I told her, I'm like, if feel like David has something he'd like you to share. And I just want you to know that if you get that feeling, go with it. Maybe you already have. And I thought for sure, maybe a Bible verse um, or she get it in a dream or something like that. And she's like, oh yeah, I did. And you're going to be amazed. And I'm like, oh, can't wait. Okay. <laughs> so there was indeed a verse shared during the ceremony, but she didn't tell me the story until dinner that evening. So it's um, Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12, and it's two are better than one because they have good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm, but how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. So at dinner, she shares the story. So when David passed away, he had never been married or in a serious romantic relationship. He was very devout in his faith, though. Um, One guest at his funeral shared with us that when he met David for the first time uh, at Bible study, he saw that David had a very beat up and used Bible, and that impressed this man. He knew that this young man, David, used his Bible well. Um, My sister was given the Bible after his passing, but she couldn't bring herself to open it for some time. So she planned her ceremony. She thought of that verse. My mom thought of that verse. And actually, one of my other brothers did. And um, so she went ahead and used it. And um, so she wrote everything in the ceremony. And then once it was all done, set, and complete, she's like, okay, let's see what David has to say. And she opened up this Bible for the first time. And she flipped open uh, to the page with that verse, Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12, and it was highlighted. And she couldn't believe it. So she flips through the entire Bible, and it is the only verse that is highlighted in his entire Bible. Like there's writings and stuff everywhere, but is the only highlighted one. Get out. Wow. That is so incredibly special. Mm-hmm. I love that angel story. And by the way, I read that one at my, or it was read at my wedding too. I love that verse. It's such a good verse. It is. It is. And we come back to it throughout our marriage, you know, like the the strands of rope and just how you're stronger together, God, um, individual and individual as a partnership. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Friend, if the idea of connecting to your angels and changing your life using your very own spiritual gifts sounds amazing and is deeply resonating with you today, I want you to go on my website and check out my angel membership. 
Registration is open. Sign up today and you'll get access to new course content and events each week and a private community. Members love how everything you need for your spiritual awakening is all in one place. Sign up today. Angel membership. It's incredibly healing. Also, the winner of this month's free reading with me is in the show notes below. Leave a five-star positive review of my podcast or book, and you could be next month's winner. Lastly, check out the upcoming events page on my website, theangelmedium.com, because we have a lot of upcoming events that I know you're going to be interested in. All right, I got to ask you this. So I know this is obvious. Listen, it's not my job to like, it's only my job to bring through what they're showing me. And he's had this like with him the entire time that I've seen him today. Are you guys planning on having children? Um, We've, uh, we have, yeah, yeah, eventually. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know (laughs) if you want to know the sex, but he's got like, little one right with him and um um, i don't know if it's something that you worry about but he just wants to ease your mind with it he said um when you're ready and i keep feeling like maybe you don't want to know this sex but um so i I don't have to say (laughs) okay it's a little girl that he's i thought so Um, he's got this precious little girl and, um, she is just adorable. I don't know if you had like longer hair when you were like around five or six, um, but she's got this cute, like I keep seeing her around five or six, like with this longer hair and these ringlets. And he keeps talking about how she's a mini you personality (laughs) and looks wise. Oh, fun. Yes. Fun. Yes. You know, there's one more thing that's that's coming through um, and it's about your husband's position. I feel like he's got this promotion coming and he's got this step up. Who's the fatherly energy on the other side for him? Dad is his dad. Okay, okay, because his that fatherly energy is really coming through saying that he's working with your husband's kind of egoic mind to feel worthy of stepping into this position and leadership is something where um how do i want to say it we almost have to learn to be leaders but your father-in-law keeps saying he was such a natural born leader mm-hmm. absolutely he just needs to get into the position and have a couple of wins to really see how good he is in that as well i want to okay so once i just kind of open this it's like a can of worms just everything starts to come (laughs) through right um i don't know if you have the book but if you do i want you to go to the section on archangel gabrielle because i don't always see her as somebody's primary archangel but she is your primary archangel for this entire chapter of your life you're really learning how to kind of step into your own voice um how to voice things when to voice things and you really actually have a lot to say in this lifetime um not just here on this podcast but like (laughs) 
there's a lot that I want to say you're more of like a general messenger within the world, right? Like you're kind of bringing through messages to a larger population. And so I want you to encourage, I want to encourage you that when you're in meditation or when you're in prayer, try and connect with Gabrielle daily because she is so a part of your team for like the next 25, 30 years. Wow. Big part of your team. Awesome. And and you said in your book. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. If you have it. Yeah. Check it out. Okay. Um, Cause it'll teach you some like tools to kind of help start working with her as well. And she works a lot to get you to speak from that place of authenticity by first getting you to tune into your joys. So, you know, alignment through your brother, through the signs that he has mm-hmm. sent, but you can also start to tune into alignment and flow just by tuning into what brings you joy within this life. And when you feel that it's a different energy, right? You mm-hmm. like go down into the kitchen, everybody has to eat. You're like, what do I want for dinner? And something inside of you will be like tacos. And then another voice will come in and be like, I don't want tacos. But maybe another voice comes in and says, but your husband wants the tacos. <laughs> I don't care if he wants the tacos. I don't want the tacos. I want another <laughs> thing. That's my joy. So that's my alignment. That's what I'm going to follow. And as I follow that, not that there isn't compromise, obviously there is, but as I follow my joy, I stay in alignment. I stay in flow. I understand the energy because I'm feeling it more and more. And so then the the angels are using that as a mechanism so that when you get to this point in your life where they're like, this is what we've been preparing you for. This is where we need you to talk. This is where you, we need you to be open. What it actually feels like is that you have all of this energy pent up within you. And unless you speak what it is that they want you to speak, that energy is not going to dissipate. That energy is going to be with you. It's not going to clear. And so then it almost becomes frustrating as a healer, as a speaker, because a speaker, a healer speaker has to be able to speak it Mm -hmm. in order to move on with their own life. And so Gabrielle really wanted you to understand that because I feel like you're kind of moving through those lessons a little bit. And the sooner that you realize those two things, when you're in alignment and you know you got to speak, you got to speak because if you don't, it's just going to remain pent up energy within you. But as soon as you clear what's interesting and what she just said to say is as soon as you say what it is that your angels want you to speak, the lesson that you are working through completely clears and they bring in a new chapter for you to work through. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I love that. Does it resonate for your life? It does. Yep. Okay. <laughs> absolutely. <Perfect. laughs> even, even the cooking analogy, because that is 1000%. So this, it's like how I practice intuition, honestly, it's like through is cooking it? and 
that brings me tons of joy. And like, I don't really like Mexican food, but my husband loves it. I made tacos <laughs> last night for him. <laughs> Which is so funny because I love tacos. So I didn't know I was using that. You know, it's so funny to be a messenger and to bring through messages. And I love it when people are like, yes, that resonates. And this is why. Because I don't know. They just have me like uh, open my mouth and then they speak through me. But I'm so glad that you said that because that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And the greater messages, message too, of course, makes absolute sense. <laughs> I've always like wanted to like, like a secret dream, like do a TED talk someday or something like that. So like, I, I enjoy speaking. And so I really, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You're very strategic too. Whereas I would say with my business, I'm more ADHD and an idea comes in and I'm like, okay, like let's run with it. It's taken me time to learn that not everybody is like that. And that <laughs> sure. Some people are like very strategic with how they do things. Your team said that's not a bad thing because that that's more your energy. It is your form of alignment. Whereas my way is my form of alignment. Mm -hmm. Just don't let your egoic mind come in and and be like, well, my way doesn't look like this, so it's wrong. No, um, you're going to have to work through your own egoic mind a little bit on that. When you're in alignment, no matter what your process is, if that's your process, awesome. Like if if that is flow energy for you, that is ease energy for you. That's magic. Awesome. Yeah. Yay. Very cool. Look out for those four leaf clovers on the day of your TED talk. <laughs> oh, <I will>. <laughs> <laughs> and your brother just said it still counts when you see it on a license plate, when you see it on the internet, when you see it on yep. different places. Yeah. Uh, yep. And I have actually when, when we were cleaning out his, his house, um, he didn't drink but he had shot glasses he collected and um, they all had like a city on them or something, you know, souvenirs. And there was one, no label that had a four leaf clover on it. Oh, that's so <laughs> awesome. I hope you guys kept that. Yeah. Yeah. I have it. Oh, I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, well, Julia, thank you so much for taking time out of your day for being here. I so appreciate you. Yes, thank you so much. Of course. And to everybody listening, if you have angel stories that you want to share, um, please go over to theangelmedium.com where you can submit your angel story and we can have you on the show. Thanks again for listening. Beautiful soul, thank you so much for joining me today. My name's Julie. You know I'm all about connecting you with messages from your angels and loved ones on the other side. If you've been listening today and you're super excited and just have to know which angels are sitting around you now, who's connecting with you, and how they're supporting you, go to theangelmedium.com. Register for a virtual session. You can do a reading with me or a member on my team. We're all incredible. We all talk to angels daily, and we can help you in making sure that your angels are doing the best they can to support you and guiding you to the life you want to live. Virtual sessions, they're only offered on my website, never, never, never offered on social media, only offered on theangelmedium.com. Sign up today.
And if you're the person who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing your unique spiritual gifts, growing your intuition, starting your own healing business, you can sign up for my Angel Reiki School to become a certified angel messenger. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn energy healing, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and business mastery skills. That's the Angel Reiki School. You can find more information on theangelmedium.com or DM me over on Instagram at Angel Podcast with any questions you have. Friends, before you go, connect with your angels by placing your hand on your heart, taking a deep breath. Imagine a doorway filled with God's unconditional love in front of you. I want you to step into that love in front of you. And I want you to feel it as it fills your body, your chakras, and your auric field. Now ask your angels, what would you have me know today? And open yourself to the positive, loving messages they have just for you.